Steve Dangle Podcast. Powered by Sports Interaction. Wanna bet? D-P-P. The Steve Dangle Podcast. With your hosts, Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. So today is our final, final holiday episode. We'll be back Monday. And all the way through free agency. So you don't have to worry. Uh, also, we have a live show coming up in Kingston on the 24th of January. Uh, Is, you're just doing the announcement yeah, like I'm just, that? I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not going to tell you how to how to get in for it yet. <laughs> what? But we have a live show coming up on the 24th. You just drop a bomb? Yeah. You know what's hilarious? It's on the 27th. Oh, it's on the 27th. Not on the 24th. There you go. So now you know. 24th is Tuesday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it wasn't. Anyway, long story short, there you go. Uh, so, so Jesse, what are we doing today? Today we're running through, we're looking into our crystal ball, I okay. should say. Okay. And we are telling you what is definitively going to happen in 2023. Okay. Based happening. on All right. our smarts. Okay. And brilliance. Yeah, that's okay. what's happening today. Okay. All right, I'm ready. I'm uh, ready. You forget this every single episode, but we got to get to David first. Oh, hi, Dave. Let's bring him on. You can bet that with David Bastel. Brought to you by Sports Interaction. Get in the action and make a play. 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Dave, it's our last holiday episode. And really, next week we're getting into like full-blown, let's go. Let's get to the All-Star game, then it's trade deadline, then it's playoffs, baby. So what are we going to talk about in terms of like long-term great prop bets at Sports Interaction that people can jump on hey, now? Let's, let's, yeah, let's talk about that that mid-season Stanley Cup uh, futures bet at Sports Interaction. Uh, and I'm going to give you a big surprise here. And, I, and I, I wonder why, in a sense, just because of, you know, I know it's a good team, but... How could the Avalanche still be number one at seven to one? Because right now the Avalanche are number one. Boston is just mill- just right behind them, uh, seven seven oh seven, I believe, at number two. Which I thought they were going to kind of make that jump, guys. But you know the Avalanche are missing half their roster. I know that, but are you still confident that they can make that push and and get this all together in the next couple of months? Ah, uh, it's. It's tough, but I feel like the Avalanche's odds aren't going to get any. Uh, they're not going to get any tastier than this right now because true. they're also like they're in on everyone, right? Like, like trade wise, yeah. Bo Horvat. Ima- oh. Imagine adding him to that roster, and they get Chikrin. Yeah. Like, what are you? Are you, are you going to get him for less than seven to one? All the Avs need to do is get healthy and into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's a really tough one, man. The abs are, I think, $2 seems staying away from that one. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, abstains. Jesse, what about you? Uh, I'm sticking with my pick. I don't like people who flip-flop, so the New York Rangers. Boo. They were the, they're the best team to win the Stanley Cup at the beginning of the season based on uh, the depth of their talent and everything they have and the best goalie in the world. And I think that's going to continue uh, throughout the playoffs. And I think the New York Rangers have a really good shot to win the Stanley Cup. Almost 19 to 1 odds on that, too. Yeah. 19 to 1. What? Yeah. That's good for the dollars. $2. <laughs> $2, Steve, could be tempted. <laughs> Dave, what do we have next? Yeah, next, uh, let's go to the Atlantic Division. Uh, Maple Leafs mm. are part of that. Uh, dogfight for uh top spot i i still think they're in reach when you look at them at four and a half to one boston of course is number one just because of what they've done but they're not going to maintain this pace are they i mean surely not uh, but like, unless they're the best team in 25 years 
And that, that's the thing. I have a hard time I don't think Every that. time we'd say that about Boston, though, they go and they do it. Yeah. That's what's so fucking annoying See, about cheering against the Bruins. Man. I thought everyone was underrating them. I, did, I didn't think this. I know. No, this but they're already ridiculous. this far ahead. Who's catching yeah. them? It's, it, that's the question. Is it? It's not that. But who can else they maintain them? It's, it's a two-horse race right now. Yeah. It's that's Toronto what, or Boston. That's what the odds say, too. Yeah. Yes. And, like, it's worth placing a bet on Toronto. Because if, if Boston takes a little bit of a step back and Toronto remains hot, Toronto has a good shot at winning the Atlantic. What about Winnipeg? What? The, the Atlantic. The Atlantic the, we're the, talking yeah, about the Atlantic. I said what I said. Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> Winnipeg has decided to stay in the Central. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Listen, Steve. Winnipeg has played in all sorts of divisions. They were okay. in the Southeast. <laughs> Why is it so strange that they can win the Atlantic? He makes a good point. Yeah, <laughs> all right. And with that, Dave, we will see you live on Monday, my friend. Sounds good. Happy holidays, everyone. Okay, so uh, what, what predictions do you want to start with, Jess? Let's do the awards first. Ooh. Let's, I think that'll be the best thing to run down. Um, All right. On Wednesday, we talked a little about the Stanley Cup. Let's mm-hmm. start there. Who's your Stanley Cup prediction? Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Um, I have predicted uh, this team would make the Stanley Cup final in, I think it was back-to-back years, except for last year, Carolina Hurricanes. Mm. I have the Carolina Hurricanes. Last year was about a really good team finally getting over the hump. That was Colorado. They had this weird second-round hump. This year, it's going to be Carolina that finally does it. Okay, but who's in the finals? Isn't that the question? No, Stanley Cup prediction. Oh, just prediction. Yeah, no, let's... let's we can who's in the finals? Who's, who are they playing? Who are they playing? Who are, who's coming out of the West? Oh, That's an interesting one. We're going to we're going to go all glittery fun. It's going to be Carolina versus Vegas. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Jesse, what about you? I got the New York Rangers to the surprise of everyone. What? The uh, New York Rangers are going to come out of the East. It's going to be a hard fought battle between them and Boston and Tampa and Toronto. But eventually Igor will prevail. Panarin will pot so many goals. And Zabinajad will raise his arm like Merrick Malik and take the New York Rangers to the Stanley Cup final. And out of the West, who will they defeat? I think it'll be probably either Winnipeg or Edmonton. Pick one. What? I think you're out of your mind. I'm going to tell you right now. I have picked one. Mm. It's the Winnipeg Jets. Hey, all right. Winnipeg Jets are going to Stanley Cup final, everybody. Um, it's going to be a battle of the two goalies who are probably the top two in the league. Um, no disrespect to Soros and Sorokin and all the other great goalies, but Hellebuck Who's versus Sturkin mm. in the Stanley Cup final. That's what I'm thinking is happening. I, I think uh, I think you guys are both crazy to write off the, the Avs this early. They have been unhealthy, and I grant you that. Uh, but they're still the Avs, and they're still going to be healthy. And uh, or at least they're going to be healthy enough. I think Nathan McKinnon being back, they're going to make some sort of big trade. You know that's going to happen. They need that extra second line center. They need that. They extra still extra second you know line what I mean? center. They already have one, but they need they need like another <laughs> another person of Cadre's skill level. Uh, and they're going to do it. Joe Sakic's going to do it. Um, so the Avs are go- going in the West and in the East. Uh, another team that's going to have a big trade deadline is Boston, and this is it. Ooh, it's a last ride. Boston's going all the way to the show. Uh, the big show anyway. And, and I Damn. think, and I hate betting against the Leafs, but I, I do think the Boston Bruins are so good this year. And this is it. 
I hate this division, bro. I hate yeah. it, too. I hate it. Also, but when, it's you, true. when you take a look at this and you're, like, trying to predict and everything, you realize how much deeper right now the East is than the West. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not even fair right now. There's a chasm this year that hasn't been there in years past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be the other way around. Yes. It's all right. the time. All yeah. those California teams when they were strong, and now yep. they're all weak-ish. So, except for LA. They're a playoff spot, Yeah, they're, you know? yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, next award we are going to do, Art Ross. This should be the easiest award in the world. My pick is Connor McDavid. Uh, he, he, can you explain? That's, uh, that's, uh, I don't care. I Connor think, McDavid. Uh, yeah, yeah Connor McDavid. All right. <laughs> Heart Trophy. This one's a little trickier. Connor McDavid. Ooh, I think, just because there was so much noise about him early on, Jason Robertson. There was so much noise. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> About Jason Robertson winning the heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think he's going to win the heart trophy? Yeah. Over Connor McDavid? Over Connor McDavid. The, se- the season that Connor McDavid's having? Because everyone, when they vote on the heart trophy, they go, okay, who other than Connor McDavid can I give this to? We've seen it happen mm-hmm. yeah, more we, than we once. Saw them, we saw them do it with Taylor Hall. Yes. Uh, it should have. That should have been Connor so, McDavid's trophy. Uh, Connor McDavid's going to put up like 60 goals. Connor McDavid is the. the uh, what are you talking about? He's Art Ross and Hart, baby. What are you talking about? Is this about? your first time watching the league? <laughs> <laughs> My pick for the Hart Trophy is Connor McDavid. All right. Now, this one I think is a little more interesting. Okay. Rocket Richard. Who you got, Steve? Jason, Jason Robertson. Robertson. <laughs> I think that's a good one. I think Jason Robertson is a good one. I'm going to go a little. Followed by Nick. I'm going to go a little off the board here. I'm going to say Tage Thompson. Ah, you stole my pick. Because oh. uh, just because Tage has been so dominant, it's not uh, Dallas fans are going to be like, what? You don't like Jason Robertson? Of course I like Jason Robertson. But Tage Thompson is the only guy on Buffalo that can regularly score anyway. So he's going to get a lot of opportunity to do it. And the way he's been playing with using his body to just dominate teams in a way we haven't seen in years. Yeah, Tage Thompson, man. Jesse? Tage Thompson was my pick as well. I think because, like you said, he's the only one doing the scoring for for Buffalo that he could just muster his way to maybe a Rocket Richard this season. Unless Connor McDavid keeps it up because his pace has been absolutely absurd. It's been at a 70-goal pace all year. It's not going to keep up. Maybe it will. Who knows? But I think Tage passes them. Uh, they're very close right now. I think he edges them out at the end of the season. All right. This one. Very... There's not a clear front runner at all, I don't think. Norris Trophy. Uh, there isn't. This is the one that I put the, the most research into. So the Norris Trophy is based on points. It's based on how many people actually watch you, and it's based on <laughs> reputation. Yeah. Eric Carlson is having an absurd season. He's already got uh, at the time we're recording this, 42 points, which means he's on pace for like 90. Um, but everyone knows he's not good at defense. So, and also the Sharks are likely, very likely, are not going to make the playoffs. Rasmus Dahlin is in there as well. The Sabres are probably not going to make the playoffs. They might. And that, I think, changes the conversation. So, to me, if we're getting rid of non playoff teams, and we're doing reputation, I'm going Adam Fox. Oh, interesting. Adam Fox. I think he's fifth right now, fourth or fifth, Mm -hmm. in uh, defensive scoring, and I believe he's won it before. He has. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
people love a reputation pick. There's another guy who you guys might pick, and I just don't think he's going to get it. He definitely doesn't have the reputation. But like you said, a lot of this is, hey, which defenseman scores the most points? You know, that they leads to that. And then this player is also pretty good defensively, unlike Eric Carlson. Ooh. So I think we default to the defenseman who's going to put up the most points and is decent defensively, which is Winnipeg Jets' Joshua Morrissey. Oh, yeah. man, he's been great. We're going to see... If, a, if there was a most improved trophy, he'd probably win it. Yeah, well, I don't know why they don't have one. All the other, sports, all the other sports have them. Um, I think we're going to see a Winnipeg Jets team that's going to finish very high in the standings, very high in the Western Conference, either one or two or three, top three somewhere in there. They're going to win their division. And Joshua Morrissey is going to be a standout breakout candidate for this season. And if he is top three, top two in points, maybe he passes Eric Carlson. I don't know how you don't give him the Norris Trophy for a team that builds, prides itself on a d great defensive game. Yeah, I, I don't agree or disagree with either of your picks, guys. I mean, Kale McCarr, you still have to have in there as uh, he's, a he's potential. There. He's Kale McCarr. All the time. But I'm going to go off the board uh, with a guy who also is not getting really his due. And, and he's not going to get, Riley. listen, I'll, I'll be full on with you. I don't think he's going to win this, but I definitely think he should. And that's Rasmus Dahlin. Wow. Rasmus Dahlin, who is third in defensive scoring right now in the NHL on a team that isn't very good and uh, has finally started to become the player that we all kind of thought he was going to be. This is probably not the year. This is probably the Norris setup year, but to be different and to give a guy some spotlight who deserves it. Rasmus Dahlin has too been many penalty unbelievable. Minutes. Too many penalty minutes to get to, to get the yeah, Norris, you yeah. think? That's too many penalty minutes. Oh, man. Another guy who could probably be up for most improved player. Yes. Honestly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no question. No question. Next one, Jesse. Calder Trophy. Ooh. Ooh. This one, I think, is easy. Uh, yeah, I'm interested what your answer is. Uh, Mr. Matty Beneers. Interesting. Okay. I think he's going to lead all rookies in scoring. Yeah. And he's on a very good team. The Seattle Kraken, very surprise good. Um, I don't know how Mag Beneers gets it. Like, who else is competing with him? Who you got? Great question. Adam, who do you got? Oh, Beneers. I, I, Cole Perfetti, I guess you could throw in there too. But but I I, I think Maddie Beneers. I think guy. I know where Steve's going. And I think he, he's a close. I shouldn't say nobody's competing with him because this guy's second. And it's, it's not a too far off second. I think you're both completely wrong. Uh, I mean... When your team is one of the best in the league and you're their starting goalie, yeah. you oh, have to yeah. go with Logan Thompson. It's not, it's not bad at all. You have to go Logan I Thompson. I think there's going to be some marks against Logan Thompson, not that it's fair, because he has such a great team in front of him. He I think does. people are going to look at Matty Beneers and go, he's actually leading the team. Whereas Logan Thompson, a lot of people, I would, I think, see him as he's very, very, he's been great. He's been a great yep. surprise. They're thrilled about it. But he also does have a great team in front of him. The Golden Knights don't need to be good this year. Like, they, when it was announced yes, Robin Leonard wasn't going to be their goalie, it's like, oh, they, they might stink. Right. They don't, no, they, don't they need to be goalie. good every year. That's, no, their, no. that's their owner down. That's their ethos. I mean, like, they don't need to be good based on... Expectation. Like, we were all like, oh, yeah, but they don't have a goalie. Well, they do. And it's Logan Thompson, the mm. rookie. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know about that one, but close like he's i think he's second but i don't think he edges out maddie veneers also yanni gord adam leading the team what are you talking about maddie veneers well no but he's like i mean is yanni gord the driving the offense in the same way that maddie veneers like maddie veneers is pure offense yanni gord is not the same in that regard he's driving the christmas suit vibes not that yeah listen if people are going to take me wrong here maddie veneers <laughs> ceiling 
in terms of points scored over his career, I'm yelling at the comment section before we even have one, is much higher than Yanni Gord's. Can we agree <laughs> on that? I just, I just like Yanni I'm Gord. Exhausted. I just don't want you to disrespect him. And J- Jared McCann and Jordan Everly and Andre Barkovsky, who actually leads the team of scoring. But Matty Benier is right now, as we are recording, is third in the team of scoring. Guy's kid. Behind, this kid's uh, amazing. Everly and Barkovsky. Yeah, he's having a fantastic year. I don't know, Steve. I don't yeah. know, Steve. You got to probably give him that. <sighs> we touched on this a little as well. I think we all gave our picks and you can bet that, but let's just get them out there officially. Jack Adams trophy. Right. Oh, boy. I put money on Sheldon Keefe. That doesn't mean I think he's going to win. <laughs> I got Jimmy Jimmy Monty Burns. That's my pick. I think what Boston's doing is unbelievable. You know, he's a brand new coach. I see. I agree with you, but I also think Boston was is is a far more talented team than a team like the Jets. Yes. And what Rick Boness has done in there and completely changed the culture that was supposed to be poisonous, and these guys hated each other, and the two star players didn't want to be there, and they're tr- stripping their captain who they tried to tr- tried to trade this summer, and all of a sudden they're this good. Mm-hmm. Man. I don't know. I think you got to give him that. You know what? Mm-hmm. I think you sold me. Rick Bonus. Eh. People don't pay attention to the Jets enough, but that was a big dramatic story last year. There, l- listen, ultimately it comes down to a race between two guys who were supposed to be on teams that were taking a step backward. 100%. The Bruins because of injury and age. The Jets because no one seemed to enjoy being a Jet. Mm-hmm. And both <laughs> teams are doing great. I'm going to give it to Bonas just for the story. And poor Lindy. Yeah, <laughs> the guy who goes on a 15-game win streak, and we're like, nah, fuck off. <laughs> like, Man, those those fans <laughs> threw those drinks onto the ice, and they threw all their playoff hopes out the window. No. Like, stop, stop it. it. Stop it. Uh, Rick Bonas, it's a really good pick because a lot of the reason that the Jets are playing the way they are is because of his structure yes. and what he's brought to the organization. The players haven't really changed. Like no, from what no. it was last year to this year, it's it's not Same the team. players, it's how they're playing and the effort they're giving on the defensive end, especially. And that's on Rick. Who was the guy that even filled in for? Hits. Who was the guy that took over after uh, Paul Maurice? What what even was his Lowry. name? Lowry, Dave Lowry. Was it Dave Lowry? I think it was Dave Lowry. Like not a fit. Like look at what this guy. Like they Nothing say, changed. you know, coaches mean. You know, oh, coaches don't mean that much or whatever. Uh, nah. Man, they really, nah. really for sure do. I think they do. Yeah. Next up, who makes the biggest splash at the trade deadline? What team? Who goes for it? Uh, I gotta. Who go. sends two first round picks for nothing? So <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go with the team that. Um, you know what? All the phones went out on day two of the draft. And this team uh, wasn't bothered because they didn't need them uh, because they didn't have any picks. The Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. We already know they're willing to sell the absolute farm to do this. Um, I think they're missing one or two picks from this year, um, even though they didn't pick last year at all. But we're forgetting how many prospects they also have. They still have a glut of guys who they got either directly from or as a result of the Matt Duchesne trade. Every everything must go. Everything that's not tied down. I, my answer is easy. It's Boston. They always go out and get the best person at the trade deadline. They always go out and get the who's the guy that's available. Okay, that's the guy we want. Taylor Hall and Rick Nash and uh, uh, I mean the Charlie Coyle pickup. I always talk about is like like a holy shit wow pickup. Hampus Lindholm last year. Yeah. Um. You know they they always go out and spend at the deadline, and this is the deadline for them to spend. This is the deadline for this team. This is it. So I think if you're Boston, 
Who cares? Fire them all into the sun. Go get, go load up, <laughs> become like a transformer. Where you literally add cars uh, <laughs> to your to your arms and legs to power up beforehand. Uh, honestly, I I think uh, awesome. They're they're going to be great, Boston Bruins, man. They're going to th- this trade deadline is going to be exclusively Boston and Colorado. I don't know how you guys didn't pick the biggest spectacle on earth, the greatest show in the NHL, the Vegas Golden Knights. All their glittery, shiny things. They're going to go out and they're going to have... With what money? They're going to have a top one or two or three team in the Western Conference. And they're going to say, hey, we are Vegas and all we do is move bodies to try and get more better bodies. Yep. That is all they're going to do. And I think going to the trade deadline, we're going to see them go chase after whatever big fish is there because they're Vegas and they don't care that you've been here for an hour. We're going to move you because there's somebody else who might be better. Most teams... uh would be too afraid to end Phil Kessel's uh, Iron Man streak <laughs> with Vegas. a healthy scratch. Vegas will do that in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. And not even apologize. You're like, oh, Mark Stone signed for five years. They're like, I don't know. Uh, Maybe we just trade him. Get somebody else. Mm. Yep. William Carey, like everybody loves uh, Jonathan Marsh or so. Nope. What if we just traded him? What if we just did whatever it took? Yeah. And I think like if there's a real opportunity because the West is a lot weaker than the East here, that they can come out of the West very easily yeah, and make it can. to another Stanley Cup final. And if adding a couple more pieces... Plus, they have their first round pick. Package that with one of their stars to get a bigger star. Vegas is doing it. They have so much LTIR, too. Yeah. Shea Weber, Robin Leonard, Zach Whitecloud, Brett Howden, and Nolan Patrick. Like, and I think most of those guys, or at least three of those guys, may never play again. Um, it's They have three and a half million dollars right now on, in LTIR space. I guess they could do it. But they are also, believe it or not, they're the ninety six. They're, they're the highest paying team this year overall. Ninety six million bucks. Not surprised. Paying. Not surprised at all. Not surprised. <laughs> and at all. like injuries happen. If an injury happens and it frees up more LTIR space, oh like God. or more LTI space, like they're just gonna go and spend it. And there's no salary cap in the playoffs, folks. Remember that exactly. What? <laughs> all right, we did Jack Adams. We did trade deadline. Let's do something negative. Oh, Oh. first head coach to be fired. Who gets handed the pink slip first? What was the year we went and no head coach was fired during the season? Oh, that was. That was 2019? I want to say it was right before COVID. 1819, I think. Yeah, that was crazy. But then somebody got fired on the last day. Yes. Their season ended, but the season was still going on. Yeah. It was like their 82 and then the next game, other teams were playing and they were fired. So I think it kind of. It doesn't count, but who gets Bruce, fired? Bruce Boudreaux. Bruce Boudreaux. Um, that's not a bad pick. I, yeah, and I know that's sort of obvious. There's other ones in there that I'd like to pick because I think that they should go. But Bruce is the obvious one. Rutherford didn't want him anyway. So didn't hire him, didn't want him. The only reason they're keeping him right now is because Travis Green's contract is, they're still paying for him. And they now have to pay for Bruce Boudreaux as well. And the team sucks. So you know, you got to think it's at some point they're going to be like, okay, well, we'll just bite the bullet. There's one, there's half a year left on both of these deals. You know what? I, I think this could double down as my bold prediction. Oh, cause there's who, who gets fired coaches of disappointing teams. Yes. Right. Also coaches of teams whose management think they're doing a pretty good job. And like, I was thinking Dallas Eakins just because of the effort level of the Ducks. The Ducks don't care that they're bad. They're going for Bedard. The Mm -hmm. Blackhawks don't care they're bad. Most of the bad teams in the league, they don't really care they're bad. This team spent a fortune 
This past summer, they moved heaven and earth to get better, and they have gotten nothing but worse. Daryl Sutter. Oh. Oh, shit. But he's a favorite of the owner. Murray Edwards loves Daryl Sutter. No one likes wasting money. I went out this offseason. I got this guy. I got that guy. I got that guy. People thought, despite all odds, we got better. You disappointed me in the playoffs, and now you're disappointing me in the regular season. I wonder if he's gone. Jesse, what do you got? I I don't know if I'm certain this is going to happen, but I think there's an inkling that it could. You might not be wrong either. Peter Laviolette in Washington, in the Capitals. If this team, because they're in, they're in a mode where they need to go for it all the time. Their their GM has said it. Their president has said it. Their owner has said it. As long as Alexander Ovechkin is here, we are trying to win. Yep. And they are not winning right now. No, they and are what not. do NHL teams do when they're not winning? They fire their head coach in hopes that that sparks the locker room. I think there's a good chance if the Washington Capitals are sitting outside of a playoff spot come late January, early February, you just see them try and do something to spark the team. And you get rid of Mr. Peter Laviolette. Easily the best story in the NHL is if Barry Trotz goes back. Oh, Oh, wouldn't that be a storyline set for you? That's so cool. It's not happening, but imagine. Imagine. No, I think uh, he's probably still mad at them for not giving him just a couple hundred grand more after he won a Stanley Cup. He's he's right. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? Also, they should have re signed him the year before. That's when they pissed him off. It was the summer before his deal expired. Yep. And then he's like, you, fuck you, I'm going to win the cup and leave. Yeah. <laughs> and he did. Um, okay. So we've got that one done. Let's do, a, uh, let's do a couple more surprises. So let's do biggest surprise to miss the playoffs. Who you got missing the playoffs and be like, oh my gosh. Calgary Flames. If they, if they can't pull it together, I believe in the Calgary Flames, but I don't believe in the system that they're playing. The other thing that, you know, I was watching them the other day and, and Ryan Leslie brought up a really good point. And he said that the, 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 the problem seems to be finish. And you look at the Calgary Flames Not and I, you see finish. Like, like, like Mark like people, from, people from Finland? No, no, like finish, as in like they finish the play oh. and score a goal, guys. <laughs> um, the, the, they have a bunch of playmakers. Yeah. Right? Huberto's a playmaker. Kadri's a playmaker. Lindholm's a playmaker. None of those guys are like, you know, Grim Reaper scores. Like, oh, fuck, we're going to, this guy's definitely scoring on us tonight. I think the Calgary Flames have all the talent in the world, but it might just be a little bit too much of the, what, what do they call it? Uh, in, you know, remember the little uh, things you'd get in NHL? Where it's like, there's this person's a playmaker, a PLR or something like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is too much PLR and not enough <laughs> SCO. So yeah. that's that's my pick. Uh, I can go next, Steve, because it looks like you're still looking for yeah, one. Yeah, please I, go next. I think, I think this is an easy one. I think I'm 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 doing a I'm performing a layup here. St. Louis Blues. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. St. Louis Blues always have high expectations. Um, they're always trying to contend. They're not definitely not in rebuild mode, but they just. It's, I think it's fair to say they don't have it this year. It doesn't seem to be clicking. They haven't been able to put together a consistent stretch of winning hockey. And you look at things like their goal differential and and how how they're playing defense and their goaltending isn't there. Uh, Mr. Jordan Bennington. Um, I don't think the St. Louis Blues are a playoff team. The West 
with you when you have LA and Seattle sneaking in there, there aren't enough playoff spots available, especially if a team like Calgary, who they expect to contend if they try and get in there as well. There's not there aren't eight spots that the Blues can uh, get into. So I think they're going to miss the playoffs and it's not going to be a happy time. They have a goaltending situation they got to figure out. Benner's been better lately, but I think, <laughs> you know, they do miss Billy Huso for sure. Yeah, they, they had a good one-two tandem when they were both working and it's not there anymore. And they don't, they don't have the goal scoring. Goal scoring is not there for St. Louis. I'm torn. I'm torn. There's one from our predictions video from before the season. Mm. So I was higher on the Bruins than you guys and I was right about that. And then there was another team I was much higher on who has just not been good at all, and that's the Nashville Predators. Um, I don't know if you would say they're a surprise because they're behind both the teams that you guys mentioned. Mm. So I'm going to go with another team because you mentioned a team that is currently out of a playoff spot at the time we were recording this. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned a team that is also out of a playoff spot at the time we were recording this. So I'll say a team that's in a playoff spot, the Edmonton Oilers. You think they're going to miss? What? They're like one point back. Oh my They're God. They're one point up. Connor McDavid right missing the playoffs at this point in his career. I don't believe it. Adam's basement is always so cold, but right now it got real hot. Yeah, it sure take. did. They are, they are <laughs> in, in a are, similar mold. Oh, I know. But they're, they're in a similar <laughs> mold to so many teams. If they make the playoffs, no one in their right mind bets against them because they have an actual god fairy tale god thor ragnarok monster um on their team and connor mcdavid true i was talking about dry <laughs> uh but uh, they struggle in the regular season man they really struggle in the regular season they struggle to get stops they struggle to defend anything they struggle to consistently uh play in a way that the fan base can be satisfied with nah the, uh, you know what? You guys pick two teams not in the playoff spot. I'm picking one that is. Fuck it. There you go. There you go. Oilers not making the playoffs. Wow. They're one. They're one point up at the time we're. That's it. Steve. Where are you from? Canada. What part of Canada? Scarborough. Oh no. Eastern <laughs> are bias. You, are you a Toronto oh, media person? No. Media? Which means you automatically <laughs> lie. Just ask people in Edmonton and Arizona. You know what? <laughs> None of us. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> when did Arizona get we lumped in there? The truth. None of us. Not from you, Eastern Canadian Canadian media man. Maybe. Out to sink entire NHL franchises with your podcast. Maybe I should have said the team that won the President's Trophy last year, the Florida Panthers. Honestly, that's a good pick too. I don't think that'll be a surprise. I mean, they it, won the president. No, it's trophy. a bit of a shock. They did like sure. have, they scored 100 or they had 126 points last year as a team. If I'm not mistaken, they gave up an unprotected first round pick for Ben Sherrod. Yeah, and this is not the year to do that shit. So that could yeah. be a big problem. Could be, that's a big one. Let's uh, flip side jersey that question. Biggest surprise to make the playoffs. Uh, I'm gonna go real quick. I think this is an easy one. They are really in a playoff spot. They're going to cement their playoff spot uh, heading into the end back half of the season. The Seattle Kraken. Mm. I think they hold yeah. on to that spot. They're a lot. I'm, yeah. I have to admit when I'm wrong, and they are a lot better than I thought they'd be. Oh, I thought they were because garbage. Everything they displayed in that first season, it was it was bad. Bad goaltending. Defense was like eh. And then no scoring. I've never seen a team not be able to score goals like the inaugural year, Seattle Kraken. And this year, things have kind of flipped. They've been playing good defense. They get timely scoring. 
Mad- Maddie Beniers, as we mentioned, is a star in the making. And I think the Seattle Kraken hold on to their playoff spot and they make the playoff. I don't, I, like think they, I don't think they'll go deep, but I think they'll make New Jersey Devils. Um, I think that obviously, yes, listen, they have they have been amazing for most of this year. But to to be honest with you, outside of New Jersey, who was like, yeah, Devils, woohoo. There were some people who were saying don't sleep on them. But did anyone think they were this good? No, nobody did. Not even new Devils fans. And you know it. Um, so I, I want to say what a pleasant surprise New Jersey has been. Um, and it's kind of fun to see. And, you know, as of this recording, they're on, they just snapped a bit of a losing streak, but I think, uh, how can you not go with the devils who were so fucking bad last year and they used eight goalies and all of them yep. had a save percentage under 880. The, I don't, I don't know how the goaltending was so terrible, abysmal. Terrible. Yeah. They're one of the coldest teams in the NHL right now. And they're still like nine points up. On yeah. The playoff spot. And it's like genuinely it's, a surprise if yeah. they, if they end up in like one of those top spots in the playoffs. Uh, I'm really, I'm struggling with this one. I'm, I'm torn between two teams and one of them is higher up and has a stellar home record, which is why I think you might be wrong about the coach getting fired. The Washington Capitals, they're out of a playoff spot right now, but they're one of the hottest teams in the league. Um, they have a stellar home record, which means their coach is able to at least do his job at home. Um, and the other team that I want to say, just because we all, as soon as they went on their annual November dip, <laughs> we said, that's them. They're gone. They stink. Meanwhile, they have seven wins out of their last 10. Buffalo Sabres. Whoa. Look at the Buffalo Sabres like goal differential in comparison to the, the league. Where do they sit? Uh, this What? That's crazy. It's, the Sabres are a plus 18. That is, uh, that's a top 18 crazy. level goal differential crazy. there. There are what? One, two, three, four. There are only four teams in the East with a higher yep. goal differential than yep. the Buffalo Sabres. It's unreal. The, the Hurricanes, who are first place in the Metro, are a plus 14. Mm-hmm. What? They're, they're getting real unlucky in some of these losses. The wow. Buffalo Sabres have been a lot better than people realize this season. That's wild. Yeah. The, and the thing working against them is they have a below 500 home record but wow wow if they had a little like if they had a little better goaltending and maybe some more defense and like overall score like i'm naming i'm naming every part of their lineup a little more scoring a little more defense a little little more goaltending buffalo sabers are like right on the cusp that's a very good pick yeah maybe they belong where they are but um i think people uh, slept on them after they they did their annual dip and everyone went ah that's what they are as don't look behind you you might find the sabers Hey, think you know which way it's going to go? Make your bet at Sports Interaction. Whatever your sport, Sports Interaction has you covered pregame. Live betting on all major sports and, of course, prop bets. Who doesn't love those? Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Who finishes last and then who wins the lottery? Uh, The team that finishes last is the Chicago Blackhawks. They're like beyond not even trying the ducks at very least have like young talent worth fostering the blackhawks are just they they, tra- they traded for peter mrazek on purpose mm-hmm. come on they're, they're not even trying and that was my pick as well this. i think the chicago blackhawks are doing the best job at tanking i've, I've credited kyle davidson with this many times 
He is if you, your job is to suck, he is sucking the hardest. Yeah. Uh Blackhawks are gonna finish 32nd. Um now guys, I I the Ducks are the Blackhawks are super bad. Like they are the only NHL team right now with a win percentage under 300. <laughs> it starts with wow. a two. Starts with what? a two. 290. Oh my Never gosh. seen it like that. But points percentage. But what? I want I do want to point you in the direction of the Ducks. I would have said Columbus a couple weeks ago cuz they are fucking terrible. I I I yep. can't believe like I knew Columbus wasn't going to make the playoffs. I didn't know they were this fucking bad. They're they so bad. They don't have like any NHL talent. No, they don't. And also like Wierenski's their- out and like, you know, all yeah. that stuff. But to me, watching the Ducks play, and this is why I got so mad at the Leafs when they lost to them early in the year. The Ducks don't play bad. They play depressing. And, yeah. you know, like sometimes. Loveless. Sh- lo- oh, yeah. Like they, <laughs> da- you saw Dallas Eakins' face. Like be- some Ducks fans actually thought I was defending him the other day. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's defensible there, guys. He's get the, me are, the fuck out of here. So, yeah, he's like he's. I said he's had the worst luck with terrible talent teams, which he has. Yeah. But those teams have always played like shit under him, and this is no joke. I I I look at as of this recording, the Anaheim Ducks are thirty-one in the league. Chicago Blackhawks thirty-two. The Ducks are up three points on the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks have three games to play now. There's no guarantee the Blackhawks get a win in those three games because they're terrible. They're so bad. But I gotta say, man. Uh, if we're going to pick someone other than Chicago, the Anaheim Ducks are, um, I, they're the worst movie you've ever seen. They're terrible. The Ducks are three, six and one in their last 10. The Blackhawks are one and nine. Wow. They've lost eight straight. It, wow. Every time the Ducks step on the ice, you're like, the other team is better than them. Every single it's, time. Every time. It's just so, it's, you watch it like any person who's watched any kind of hockey, you just see, oh, the other team is better. Yeah. And that's not good. Yeah. Like it's, it's awful, awful hockey they're playing. What I think gives the Blackhawks the edge is they're bad and they're going to get worse. Yeah. Like they're trading Ooh, guys. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, let's get to that then. Um, sure. So I'm going to name players. Do, do we do the draft lottery part? Oh yeah. Okay. Let's do that as well. I think um, Chicago finishes last. They lose the lottery. Arizona gets it. Oh, oh, they have to get it. Connor Bedard. Too perfect. Connor Bedard to the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah. That's my pick. What do you think? And then he gets to make like two NHL debuts, like his actual NHL debut, and then the first game in Tempe. Eight years <laughs> from now. Yeah. Um, l- easily maximum chaos lottery winner, Vancouver Canucks. Oh, I like that. Absolute maximum chaos. No team is more head uh, or chicken with their head cut off right now. And no team will double down on what they're already doing more than the Vancouver Canucks. It'll be so fun. The Blackhawks are going to get it, guys. Uh, yeah. The NHL needs Chicago to do well. Hmm. Um, and the Blackhawks are going to get the number one overall pick this year. No, they don't. What are you suggesting they rig it? No, I'm not saying I'm not. If they did rig it, the smart thing would have been to give Connor McDavid to the Leafs. So right. I don't believe that they rig it. But no. the, I think Chicago, team, Chicago is is for sure getting this one. Yeah, I know the Penguins were about to move, and then they got Sidney Crosby. Yep. But like it's not rigged. Okay, that might might have been rigged. They were going to sell that team, and then there was some phony other kind of lottery thing yeah. they were doing after the lockout. And you should you should if you don't know as a fan what happened after that lockout where the with the oh. Panther sorry the Penguins got Crosby, you should look it up. It's pretty fucking. If it happened today with social media, oh my god, you can can you imagine? However. He did save the Penguins there. They've won cups. I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. Three. There you go. 
Next one. Uh, well, I'll keep going on what we're saying. Piggybacking off the Blackhawks. I'm going to name players, and we are going to name where they're going to finish their season. On what team? Oh, I like this. Start with the Blackhawks. Let's start with Patrick Kane. Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, my God. Please. God, no. I think it's going to be the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, I don't. I don't. You don't think, think so? No, I don't think he. I don't think he fits what they're trying mm-hmm. to do. I um, I keep the, the 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 thing people keep saying is him and Matthews want to play together. That's mm-hmm. the. You know what? I don't know. I have no idea how they would make this work financially, but he feels like a perfect fit for Vegas. Oh, doesn't he though? I You're have right. no idea how they would make that work. You're right, and I'm not going to bother putting too much research into how they would make that work. Doesn't it's matter. Vegas. Who cares? You guys they, are both wrong. Wait, what is it? The New York Rangers. Oh, oh that's actually biggest American too. star goes to New York. Mm. I Patrick can see it into the Rangers. I All can right. see it. Uh, Jonathan Taves, Winnipeg Jets. I did this uh, a previous episode a couple weeks ago. I think he's going to the Jets. Winnipeg Jets. It makes sense. I'll go third on that, and yeah. I like that. I think he seems like a great fit there for a team that needs like a defined leader who's won. Yep. I think. <sighs> I mean, they're they're a great team. Pretty hard to team or pretty hard team to beat up the middle. Oh yeah, you had him, and yeah. he plays defense, which other forwards there do not. Mm-hmm. So that I like that. <laughs> yeah, you can take the burden off him. Yeah, yeah, and, you're plugging in Taves to your third line center. Yeah, like that's incredible. <laughs> Even fourth to start, they've got a lot of yeah. talent up yeah. right there. Yeah. Put him on the wing for God's sake. Bo Horvat, Colorado. Oh, he ends up in Colorado, the perfect Nazem Kadri replacement push new hook down or put him on the wing he just he makes that team instantly more formidable bo horvat the Leafs won't give up what they need to give up to get a guy like bo horvat it's not gonna happen it's not in kyle dubas's nature unless he's a third line right wing grinder named nick felino um <laughs> that one time dubas did it he got burned and he's never done it again and, and what team's he on now he's fucking, on boston. Bo- fucking boston that's right that's right i think Leafs are going to run into Nick Foligno in the playoffs. It's going to be awful. I got to look here for a second because I want to know of the playoff teams, who's having trouble scoring, right? I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, I don't know what Steve was I up to. I pushed not, a button. Did you push a button? You pushed a button. Okay. One team that kind of intrigues me because they seem willing to fire everything into the sun all the time are the Florida Panthers. And they need goal scoring. Uh, they need well, they, to make the playoffs. They they need to play defense too. They need to play defense. But uh, the the Florida Panthers need to make the playoffs. They make a lot of sense for a guy like that because I think they're just off. And I feel like they need a guy to come in there and go, "Hey, isn't this fucking great? We play hockey in Florida." And then the, all the guy, all the rest of the guys in the room go, "You're right. We do. Yeah. How amazing is that? We can go golfing after this. This is incredible." Um, I think Bo Horvat makes a lot of sense in Florida based on the run and gun style they play, and he's responsible and he's a great leader, and he's a heck of a lot better spend, you know, uh, in terms of a deadline pickup rather than like Giroux or or Sherratt, which is what they did last year. They do not, if I'm not mistaken, have a first round pick until 2026. Well, they'll have to figure something out. <laughs> My pick is Vegas. For ah. many of the reasons that we've run down, uh, I think Vegas goes after Horvat and they get him. JT Miller, Vancouver, Vancouver, Vancouver. I don't think not getting traded. JVR, oh, not Toronto though. That'd be great. My you know picks. what? I, I, Florida, yeah, Florida, Florida makes sense. Florida, I think that makes some sense. Carolina, I think JVR. Oh, yeah. but that... does he play a, a Brenda Moore style? Oh yeah, you think so? Oh yeah, hundred percent. 
They they'd shelter him so much. Yeah, I know, but do they need it? They need over the top production. Okay, they're, they're always like just goofy. sort of solid and steady. You shelter him. You put him on your power. I plate. wondered about Horvat and Carolina too. That was one that I was thinking oh, like that'd be dangerous. Unfair. John yeah. Klingberg. Oh, I got one. Ottawa Senators. You know what? And I still think they missed the playoffs. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah. That's my pick. Klingberg plus an extension makes sense. Oh yeah, right. Like if they could work because that's what he wants. Yeah. And Ottawa's like, we need something. God, please help us. Yeah. And they but probably- he's the same. Th- he's the same player as Shabbat, is he not? Essentially, like they. So they, where are you going to find the time for that? Uh, not that they compete for great. the power play spot. Yeah. Ooh. But I don't yeah, know. I think. I think. I think Ottawa wants a defenseman so badly that they don't even think about it. You know, it's kind of yeah, like, like an irrational move where it's like juggling where available. Yeah. And they just go take it from Anaheim. I, so, okay. Then on that track, I think Klingberg goes to Edmonton because, <clears throat> because they're looking for a defenseman, something fierce right now. And they're willing to give up a ton for not a lot. And I don't think Klingberg would cost as much as some of the people that have been floated there. And they don't seem to care the type of defenseman that they get. They just need another warm body who can move the puck. And actually, I feel like he would be a better fit in Edmonton. A puck-moving defenseman like Klingberg, they got guys that can rough you up and that sort of thing. I think Klingberg, he makes a lot more sense than some of the names I've seen. There are two teams currently in a playoff spot who have a sub-20% power play. Shockingly, the Carolina Hurricanes. That's weird. And the New Jersey Devils. Really? I'll say the Devils. Interesting. With Dougie Hamilton there. I just think he fits the way that they play hockey. Mm. And then you have a, uh, you'd have a right side of Hamilton, Klingberg, Severson. You're moving a lot of pucks. I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. Um, last one, Jacob Chikrin. Ottawa, just shut up and kiss. Just shut up and yeah, kiss. I don't think it's going. I don't think Edmonton's going to get him. I think it's going to be Ottawa. Shut up and kiss. Yeah, uh, uh, my pick is the Arizona Coyotes. You I think, think he stays I don't there. think they get it done this year. I mm-hmm. think it's more of an off season thing or next year's. He's been real good, as good as advertised. Like yes. I was tired of hearing about him because I'm like, listen, he hasn't played a game in months, and he's currently playing the best hockey of his career. Go figure. This one is where does he start next season, David Pasternak. Oh. Boston. I think he I think he resigns in Boston. He's, They're going to have lots of cap space. He seems like the got kind of guy too that um like he's the one that carries the torch along with Marchand to the next generation of Bruins. Yeah. And is willing to go through a couple lean years to do it. Yeah. They they've won a lot. They've won a lot of games and and I feel like Pasternak it just it wouldn't it feel weird? It was like seeing Johnny Boychuk not as a Bruin for the first time. It was like, this is weird. This is wrong. This doesn't feel right. I, f- I, think, I think he's a Bruin too. I don't think he stays. Or I don't think he would want to go. Almost feels like he should be getting more award consideration. Yes. Like considering how good he's been and how good the team is. The correct answer is the LA Kings. Ooh. The right side. Fit. The right side is Kempe, Trevor Moore, uh, Kaliev and then Filardi. Right. You and Trevor Moore sucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> he's, actually really, he's actually really good. I'm just, I'm just giving Mike a hard time. 
<laughs> I think you find a way to slot Pasternak into that lineup for a team that I don't, I'm not saying they're desperate for scoring all of these years, but they've never been the highest scoring team. They found other ways to win. I think Pasternak is exactly what the Kings need, depending on how this playoff run goes for them. And I can see him signing that. Okay. I tell you why I love that idea. It would take away their cap space for Matthews. Ah, oh, that's true. Ah! It Matthews would. It would. To, Matthews to the Coyotes? No. Stop. Matthews to the Bruins? I think it's the Leafs, Kings, or Bust. Rangers? You don't know, think New York? I think Rangers are going to yeah. be in on that. Yeah, I think they'll be bidding. I think every team should be bidding. Um, okay, let's finish this out. Super Bowl predictions. Oh, starting with Steve. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, who's who's better at football than Josh Allen? Oh, right, that is a good pick. He's a big football player who's good at football, and he's going to put the rest of the NFL through a table. And the this is the year the Buffalo Bills finally become the Buffalo Bills and win. Allen's going to pass it to, um, what's his name? Stefan Diggs. For sure, Stefan Diggs. and uh, Dawson Knox. Who's the other one? <laughs> Dawson D- Knox. Dawson Knox. Gabe Dave. That's a real name. Gabe Dave. His name's uh, Gabriel Davis. Gabe, Gabriel Davis. Gabe Dave. Um, uh, and uh, Vincent <laughs> Dorst. It's I made up a name. Yeah. <laughs> that was not bad. I like Buffalo Bills. I like this one a lot. Uh, you know, know, who are they playing? Oh. Let's see if he gets pick, one in the pick NFC. An let's NFC see if he, team. Let's see if he can an pick NFC. an NFC. Pick an NFC team, Steve. <laughs> Just pick one. Uh, is this when they collide? <laughs> Josh Allen and Joe Burrow? No, that's an uh, AFC uh, team. Wrong conference. Uh, it's, um, then probably the... The, the the Rams, I bet. No, <laughs> they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, you got to get one. Uh, you did pick an NFC team, though. That one, they that. are going to give them but they're not. Uh, this is my favorite thing, Steve, talking about football. It's <laughs> the, the best. Cardinals. They're not going to make the playoffs. The playoff team. Texans. Nope. The, the worst Cowboys. The there you go. Oh, that's a good oh, pick. There you go. Cowboys Bills. That could happen. That Cowboys <laughs> Bills. Man. Okay, Jesse, I love this question because first off, I love the way the divisions work in the NFL. Um, currently, Tom Brady, of course, is top of his division. And his winning percentage is 429. The Bucks are six and eight. The Steelers are also six and eight, and they're bottom of their division. It's hilarious uh, the way it's hilarious the way it all works, but ah. I think I think it's going to be Buffalo, and it comes down for me to the Eagles or the Vikings hmm. in the NFC, uh, because I know the Cowboys are like the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. They're going to go get Odell. They're going to go get what was that defensive guy that they're talking about? Dorst. His, anyway, Vincent whatever. Dorst is it <laughs> Vincent Dorst? <laughs> <laughs> Dutch Vanderlei. They're gonna go get Dutch. Hey Dutch. Um they're 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 uh they the the Cowboys will crumble under their own pressure. Yep. As yep. they always do. Always do and that. And Steven Smith will walk around with a cigar and a cowboy hat on, which I love. And um I think I think it's gonna be I want it to be Minnesota Buffalo because I want it to be like the ice bowl. I want it to be two uh, who, fucking who, winter teams. Who could forget? Mm-hmm. Two also it's like not a real thing. Oh, those are those are two hurt franchises. 
Those yes. are two devastating teams that can't win anything. Yes, you know, having them both in the Super Bowl, neither of them are going to win. Like it's yeah. going to be, it's it, going to be, be a, like a tie. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. It's I, great I, thing about sports, though, fellas, someone's got to win, right? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. You're right, man. You're, You're right. Um, I think the the San Francisco 49ers in the oh. NFC do something crazy with. Uh, so they're currently running their third string quarterback. And they're good. It's yeah. crazy. And he, he his name is Brock Purdy. Shut up. And tell him where he was drafted. Brock Purdy is famous for being the last pick in the draft. Wow. He was the last in his draft class year. He was the last pick that year. And now he's currently starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. He's the only starting QB to go last overall to start a game Mm -hmm. ever. And he's he's been playing really well because the offense is so good that he just needs to manage the game, not fuck up. And he's been doing a great job at that. And I think like their defense is great and their running game is spectacular with Christian McCaffrey that they can uh, get to the Super Bowl. But I think they lose two, three of us got them, Buffalo Bills. That's I, right. I Let's want the it. Bills to win for all the Bills fans that I yep. know. I'm a Steeler fan, but how can you not cheer for the Bills? Right? Yeah. Producer Being from Drew. the GTA, like, yeah. with, there's so many Bills fans here. Absolutely. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, you really know nothing about football. Like you don't. It doesn't factor uh, in your life at all. No. What was the line? The line you turned out every year. I watch one Super Bowl a year. No, I watch one Tom Brady game a year. The Super Bowl. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> you said that for ten years straight, and yeah. you've been right every time. <laughs> all right, um, we got a two more. We're doing NBA Finals prediction. Oh, you know a little bit of basketball. Oh man, I do. Oh, you know what was the final score of the uh, Nets Warriors game the other day? Oh, it was like one forty eight, one nineteen, or something stupid. Fuck, because I like the Warriors, but uh, they got absolutely killed. Um, with basketball, I find you often just go with the obvious answer, so probably Celtics and. Uh, is it Memphis? What are you talking about? It's um, the... Uh, In the West? Yeah. Curtain, uh, it's the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Pelicans. That's which which team's John Moran on again? He's on the Grizzlies. Yeah. He's on the... Yeah, I go with them. Okay. Yeah. Are you a John Moran fan? John Moran's like awesome. Big fan. Yeah, he's a, he's a cool dude. You made me doubt myself for a yeah. second. I was like, no. it's him, right? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. It's It's... Like, we saw Boston play the Raptors the other day, and Boston is very so good. good. They are so good. And they just turned it on, and the game was done. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah but, you know, again, I, I'm going to go with a team that's already won, and, and it's a league of superstars. The reality for me is that Boston doesn't have a player like Giannis. And no. Milwaukee is ahead of Boston. Oh, I'm Adam Wilde. I talked to Giannis's agent and, all of yeah, a sudden. I, I love Milwaukee. Yeah, you should check it out on Asian Provocateur. His <laughs> name's Alex Saratis. The guy's really interesting. I'm going to bet on the team with the most octagon clients. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Noted Alex Saratis' client, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, we're going to make t-shirts. Um, and I, I mean, I want, I want the Pelicans to do it. I want the Pelicans to be in the finals. I don't know why I've got Zion. a bit of a soft spot. It's mostly yeah. it's mostly because of Zion. I like the there's just something about the Pelican Pelicans that I've always liked, and they've never put it together quite like this. But they're third in the in the conference. I don't know if it's gonna happen. He's one of the most visually unintentionally funny athletes of all time, and I can't help but cheer for him. No, you gotta cheer for that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta cheer for that guy. Who walks like that? He's I a know. professional athlete. What? <laughs> yeah. No, he's unreal. He's oh he's scary. No one scary. jumps like him either. No one moves hit like him. 
You can't. Him and Bull Bull. I've never seen another human being look like Bull Bull does. I oh, have. That's, a, that's a freak of nature. Yeah, yeah. he is. And, yeah. and his Victor, dad. Yeah, it's yeah, true. His dad. He looks like his dad. <laughs> it's yeah, true. yeah, you're right. Victor <laughs> Weminyama looks kind of like that too. Just. He's just a, he's gonna change sports. Like yes. if he if if he lives up to the potential that he could be, uh Wembenyana is gonna be insane. I can't wait. Yeah. It's gonna be so I can't wait to see him suit up for the Raptors. Um shut yeah, up. No, <laughs> Hopefully not. not. The Raptors are yeah, not that would be bad. Yeah. Stop it. Um okay, well, last one. Uh my pick would be um the Bucks. I love the Bucks as well. I think Giannis can come out of the East, even though the Nets look crazy good right now. Durant's back like full strength, so they might upset the Bucks. But and then the West. Our boy, Kawhi Leonard. Really? Very injured right now. He's only playing part-time. Like, he's playing, like, every other game and, like, a couple minutes uh, off the bench and that sort of well, stuff. championship uh, formula. That's what he does. Hopefully, by the end of the year, if he's healthy and him and Paul George are running, that Clippers team is very good and very deep, and I think you're, they can come out of the West. You're going to bet for Paul George in the playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs, Paul George. Playoffs, right next to him, Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Yeah. Guy true. Who can break all of that. Okay. Okay. And the Clippers, the most tortured franchise. If we're talking about tortured franchises getting oh. championships, the Bills and the Clippers are right one, two. Man. Like, holy Even when shit. they have a good summer, Kawhi's like, sorry, I can't play. Yeah. Like, it's just, oh, you feel for them. Like, Leafs fans, like, we have championships, I guess. Like, those teams don't. Yeah. No. Imagine, <laughs> imagine the Montreal Canadiens were called the Toronto Canadiens. And then the Leafs had to play in the same city as them, and they <laughs> and they win championship after championship after championship, and, the and Leafs just get full nothing. Of statues for of your rival of, yeah. the, of your the Toronto Canadians. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. play in the same building, <laughs> and you've won nothing. And you get you get the home games that they didn't want. Like yeah. you get the dates that yeah we didn't feel like. It. Oh, they're like oh we got to move you for a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah, you know? yeah nobody exactly. cares about you. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> fuck Clippers. It sucks to be a fan. Um. Last two questions. I forgot this one. We're going to guess Connor McDavid's final point total. Closest <laughs> to gets a prize at the end of the season. <sighs> 134. What's the prize? We have to determine that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. $5,000. Okay. What? I don't know. From who? <laughs> we'll find it. I'm confident I'm going to win. I have to be because I can't afford that. <laughs> we who? We what? take the equity out of Adam's house. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't own this house. I rent this house. Figure it the fuck out. Yeah. It's um, not our problem. Cheapskate. Okay. I I say 160. So here he's got 65 in 34. Let me do some quick math. That's so dumb, by the way. So let's assume he plays all 82 games. He is currently, it's Christmas, at the time we're recording this, on pace for 156.7 points. Wow. What so, was his number last year? Not that. McDavid. It was less. He was on pace for uh, over 180 points like through the first like six weeks of the season, something mm -hmm. stupid like that. Uh, so I have him dropping, but... Still, 134 would give him the best offensive season of the last since like Yager, probably. Mm. Oh, Jason Robertson, though, gonna win the Hart Trophy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, Steve, 134. 134. I believe Adam. Kucherov has the cap era record of 132. 160. 
Once, oh my God. Wow. 160. You he think he's going to go up? Yeah, he's going up. He's going to maintain and increase his point. Yeah, because the Oilers are going to get better. Holy shit. Yep. And now, is it closest to without going over or closest to? Closest to. Close. Oh, fuck. I was just going to say 134 and then I get everything in between, but that's not how that works. Um, hmm. I'm going to cut you guys in the middle. I'll say 141. Mm. So 134, 141, 160. Holy shit. Let's go, baby. Big gap. I want to go a little higher. 143. Okay. Oh, fair that's enough. trash. All right, fine. All right, fair 134, enough. 143, 160. Last prediction, and then we'll call it a show. Do the Toronto Maple Leafs win a first round series this season? Yes. I hate you. And they're going to beat Tampa. I hate you for asking that question. I refuse to answer it. That's it. No, that's not how the game Come works. Come on. That's not how the game works. Give us an answer. Also, leave time for... I'll say yes. Thank you. I think they're going to win. Because I have the vision! <laughs> the Steve Dangle Podcast. Powered by Sports Interaction. Want to bet? guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle at Adam W-Y-L-D-E and at Jesse Blake. Connection complete.